so the more fun that you're doing, fun workouts that you're doing, the more repetitive and deliberate your quality sessions need to be. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Coaches on Couches. Being slouches. Slouching it. I don't feel this today. I don't feel slouchy. Dale still can use both his hands today. I can. I've, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one, um, if you'll notice, there's been a, a, a death in the family. <laughs> um, my mustache is... Uh, it's days are over. The mustache is gone for those for those who didn't see it. Yeah. It had been a topic of conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm Coach Dale Sanford. This is Coach Bryant Funston, B Fun, Funstone, mm-hmm. Funstonian. Um, all right. So today we're talking about how repetitive your training should be. It's a question that we get uh, a decent amount, and uh, it's kind of one of those things that it's it's a huge balance like if you want to if you really want to improve but not lose your mind exactly that's that's kind of the, uh, the balancing act for sure is yeah uh when you constantly do the same thing over and over and over again eventually you're like oh my gosh this is so boring yeah but on the other hand if you change it up too fast then you aren't really stressing yeah and improving in the area you're trying to but first shout outs shout outs yeah I, I'm I'm so lost. I don't uh-huh. know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and um, the reason why is first yeah. Shout first out. shout out to uh, our boy Maddie behind the cameras here today. Um, he's going to be helping us out for the foreseeable future with the show. Shameless plug. Going to be uh, helping us out with the show and some of our other digital content uh, for a little bit. Um, my other shout out, a man. So dedicated mm-hmm. to his craft. You don't get more dedicated. No, you don't. So dedicated. Uh-huh. He blew out his own ACL <laughs> in the name of science. In the name of science. Max Paquette. Max, you're the man, buddy. Shout you're out. The man. He's going to be doing a great research project on uh, coming back from an ACL tear. Yep. Um, because he blew his own out. Uh, I think he's playing basketball. Was he basketball? He, was, he said, "Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he juked and the uh, knee jived." I think. Yeah, yeah. And down he went. He said before he even like hit the ground, he's like, "Yep, ACL yeah. gone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and before yeah, they say before uh, before the trainer even got there, there yeah. was like four guys that were like, "Okay, how can we do a project with this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good stuff a professor at University of Memphis, and he runs the human performance side of stuff. Yeah, there. biomechanics. Uh, master mm-hmm. mastermind yeah he's a he's a smart guy so shout out max we'll have to get We're, him on here during his yeah, recovery yeah just exactly to kind of chat about see what he did he was already talking about cadaver tendons and how to man it was the plan is already in it's in, it is already in place it's in motion any other shout outs uh shout out to uh, a few of the los locos here in town los that we work with uh david collins and hart robinson went and battled some really horrible weather last uh last saturday 
the first of, gosh, I think it's a four-race series. The Mississippi uh, Gravel. Gravel Cup. Exactly, yeah. Shout out Mississippi Gravel Cup. And just looking at the number of DNFs on that, you know, the, the conditions were horrible. Poor David uh, had flat issues. Said he, uh, if he was watching his Instagram thing, like, He's like, I learned you can tie a tube in a knot and still keep moving forward if you <laughs> he had numerous flats. But yeah, just battling it out over, you know, it was 97 mile gravel yeah. race. So crazy conditions. Awesome. All right. So talking about how repetitive your training should be. Uh, I think the first thing to to note here is, you know, ask yourself, you know, if okay, if in fact you are looking to improve, which mm-hmm. is kind of the focus of this, yep. if you're looking to improve, uh, are you training or are you working out? Uh, that's the first thing because you know in our book, uh, working out, you're basically just doing whatever, whenever. Um, there's very little focus to it, and it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Some people need it. You know, that's their outlet. You know, yeah. thought free, do whatever you know you feel like doing that day. But if you're really looking to uh, improve on something specific, you've got to uh, you've got to train, and training has focus. That's the big thing to get there. Training has focus, um, you know, so that you can actually make an improvement. So the fact of the matter is, training is repetitive for the most part. In order to yeah get a result in a specific area, you have to yep. kind of work that specific area yeah. until you kind of you know see improvement increase improvement and then stop seeing improvement in that area or you've you know kind of mastered that aspect of it and move on to the next yeah so it doesn't have to be repetitive uh year like year after year day after day like but during those times of when you are trying to improve you know be in peak shape train Mm -hmm. for an event change something about how you are now mm-hmm. we've got to Training be a limiter yeah we've got to be repetitive yeah so what we're talking about what we'll talk about mostly is um being repetitive in in um in your focus in your in your especially in your quality days or your priority workouts mm-hmm. um so real quick you know most people i would say and i think you probably agree here if you're in a single sport you can basically, you know, either you're a cyclist or a runner, essentially, um, you can handle two, maybe three quality workouts a week. And yeah, the, kind of the big thing here, quality is is different from intensity. Yeah. So quality means that more focused, uh, you know, physically and mentally, you want to be really engaged and, and kind of on point during this and training whatever specific, either it's energy system, technique. Yeah certain aspect of it but when you start you know so, so it's sort of different than from intensity you know we wouldn't want you doing max effort going as hard as you can finishing completely exhausted three times per week right um but quality being focused structured um yeah two to two to three yeah uh i would say yeah and what i see generally with triathletes is um because you're doing so many more sessions mm-hmm. most of them like it's like a step back it's like one to two really quality workouts in each sport yeah um you're unless unless you're in a case where you're really focusing on one sport so you may only be maintaining two out of the three and then you're really hammering on one mm-hmm. where you're doing four and five sessions a week in one sport yeah. you might get a third quality uh workout there but 
generally it's two, you know, in but a if sport. You're, even still, though, if you're, yeah, in each sport. So now that's still a lot it's of still, quality yeah. workouts. It's still six so quality it's still sessions a week. more than what, yeah, say, a cyclist would have. Right. Uh, and again, this kind of depends on the person, too. We've oh, got absolutely. some people who are just machines. They love the trainer. They can knock out, you know, two-hour trainer blocks. The more structure, the better. And mentally, they're fine. Yep. So the balancing act here is how, how much mental unload do you need, which we're going to dive into. Yep relative to that really focused structure yeah and so that's a that's a good segue into like what you know when you're thinking about how repetitive you need to be what what are we actually trying to balance here um and you know there's an ideal situation and then there's you know you have to adjust for it so Mm -hmm. you're you're basically okay so what how much stimulus do you need to create an adaption so or an adaptation Mm -hmm. (laughs) great <laughs> Grammar is not my strong suit. Uh, so you have to put enough stimulus on either an energy system or uh, Whoa, some pain train. Pain train. There you there go. We go. He's got it. Matthew's He's on top on of it. it. There we go. Uh, so you have to put enough adaption to an energy system or into some sort of uh, technique change or something like that. There has to be enough uh, stimulus to create an adaption. Mm-hmm. If you don't put enough of stimulus, you're never going to create adaption. So, so if you think about it, one workout does not nope bring about change. No, and even a lot of times, once a week isn't going to change. Mm-hmm. Once a month, definitely isn't not going to change mm-hmm. uh, anything. So, we have to have enough stimulus to create an adaption. The other side of it is enough recovery which is often missed. Yep. You you load, you load the stimulus and then if you never unload all that fatigue, you'll never actually adapt to the training. So, we're balancing the unloading portion. Some people get uh are really bad at unloading the fatigue. Mm-hmm. Some people are way too good at, at <laughs> unloading the fatigue. They spend too much time on the couch being slouches. On the couch, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh and then obviously on the tail end of that, we have to balance in as amateurs amateur athletes time crunched uh you know this is our outlet this is our release um we have to balance in the fun oh for sure which is basically what you were talking about earlier the mental loading and unloading Mm -hmm. um you know when i guess uh, we'd probably agree on this most people when you get into that like really hard focus on something and and especially if it's like vo2 max or or like threshold or above efforts yep. um you got like eight weeks tops yeah of until their brain just gives out mm-hmm. you know and again some and people are body, yeah some people are machines some people mm-hmm. can handle it some people love it and mm-hmm. those people are usually on an upper level if, mm-hmm. if you really have that kind of mental capacity but if you don't balance in the fun Eventually, the brain gives out, and you're like, "I don't want to do this anymore. This is mm-hmm. this is not fun at all." And that's um, what we've talked about before, and and you and I have talked quite a bit about kind of how we've changed as coaches from when we first yep. started to now. Is we've ha- we now have so much experience, kind of not only learning uh, an individual athlete, but uh, seeing how athletes we've taken through different training blocks, focused, structured, and and kind of learning, you know, where their breaking point is. Yep. And using, you know, those as kind of a, a guideline to then apply to other athletes. Yep. Um, and you have people on both ends of the spectrum. But 
for the most part, a lot of people fall into that kind of six week, eight week tops where you're very specific, you know, specificities really, really up there. Yep. You're training, uh, the, you know, the same energy system. Um, you know, so one of the easy ones, uh, is for like a time trialist who's tr- trying to have a peak performance at 40 K you're doing quite a bit of specific training. The last lead into that where it's longer, harder blocks, intervals, which they, they suck. I mean, if you're trying to do it's those tough. a it's lot of stuff. times each week, yep. you're going to burn out, you know, physically, you're also going to burn out mentally. Um, but you got to have that repetitiveness and that focused, you know, uh, emphasis on teaching a person to stay arrow, stay low, keep pressure on the pedals and pushing, you know, kind of that edge of, can I hold this longer yeah. or can I not? For 50 to, uh, you know, yeah, a little, uh, yeah, hour, hour plus, yeah. you know, depending on the person. Yeah. Um, but doing those, that structured stuff for more than that, usually, you know, six weeks is what I found yeah. for most. If you're trying to do, uh, you know, two, two of those sessions per week, yep. it wears on people. Sure. So like, you know, we're talking about the, you don't have enough stimulus. You don't create an adaption. Mm-hmm. You don't have enough recovery. You don't get an adaption. And then you also risk injury and, mm-hmm. you know, mental burnout. Mm-hmm. And then again, if you have, don't have enough fun, the burnout happens actually, you know, pretty quickly, six, to eight weeks. Oh, you sure. know? Yeah. Um, so what is the ideal situation repetitive wise? So we have to consider that we're trying to make an adaption in a very specific uh, way. So like an energy system. So that just means, are we trying to increase our threshold? Are we trying to become, um, you know, build the matchbook on the bike bike strength or build Mm -hmm. the matchbook or, um, you know, what is the focus of the, you know, what are we trying to adapt to? Mm -hmm. Um, Ideally we would take those focus workouts that, that are geared toward that adaption. And we were to repeat those over and over until we stop seeing progress. And part of the, part of the beauty behind doing that repetition is you do see progress, you know, session to session on a session to session basis. You can kind of see, are you still seeing improvements or are you not? So yeah, it's good to have that, that repetitive nature. Now you got to kind of be careful uh, in regards to that, like intensity plays, a big factor in how often and how much you're going to be repeating this. Um, something like technique based. So if, if your emphasis, your limiter, the thing you're working on is more of, of a technique based thing, that's something that you should be incorporating into each workout. I mean, that's something that even if you're not focused on it for the entire workout, that's something you should be focused on um, at least for some portion of each workout where you're really reinforcing. I mean, if you take more of your kind of mainstream sports, um, you know, back when I was you know, playing basketball, our practices were very, very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like I could pretty much tell you what our first hour of practice was going to be just because we hammered through the same fundamentals, the same, yep. um, you know, technique essentially stuff. Um, and it happened every day. You know, if you get away from that, if you aren't paying attention to it, the technique goes to crap. Your efficiency goes way down. Um, so then, you know, okay, you may be improving power, but if you're wasting it because your, your technique and efficiency goes to down, way downhill, um, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice there. Yeah. So, you know, that's the, the ideal, like you just repeat, 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 
you know, until we don't see, you know, basically you see a plateau mm -hmm. and then you change it, you know, and then we change the stimulus, whether it be the load via intensity or whatever, mm -hmm. or we move to a different adaption that we want and yeah. come back later, you know. So um, now the adjusted thing to that that actually works pretty well with most people is you know what you're trying to change. You pick the focus, you know, what you're trying to improve on. So now you build the focus workouts all with very uh, the same focus, but you, you change the loading method. So mm -hmm. um, basically we could do, um, if we're working on VO2 max stuff with a runner, we can do, uh, you know, a 12 by um, 400 workout. And then the next week, with a little bit of a, you know, as long as the paces are scaled properly, you can do a, a six by 800 mm -hmm. and it's basically the same load. Um, you know, we just change the workout up. So the person mentally is not saying I do the same workout for four weeks or six weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so that's what I found that works the yeah, best. Then you can come back to, then you can come back to the 400s yep. and essentially, each workout can kind of be a retest right. of where you're at. You yep. get a better feel. You know, experience brings about so so much progress. Really, yep. you know, first time we have a person ever do a full all out twenty minute assessment, there's a lot of variability. Like, was it really a, as hard as they could go for twenty? Did they leave too much in the tank? But the more they've learned that, learned what it feels like, uh, and has a and you have a number that you know you've hit before, that you know you can hit again, uh, it makes it a lot easier to push yourself past that because sure. now you do have that benchmark that you've set before. So yeah. repeating workouts is huge because yeah. now you've set a benchmark to beat. Yeah, so if you're adjusting, so if you're using repeating workouts but adjusting the the loading of each one, I would still repeat, like if you're going in like a, uh, let's say a three-week, loading block mm -hmm. you know the general is three weeks load and then unload yeah uh if you're going in three weeks i would take the first block and do you know do the same workout every other week yeah so then you're getting that same workout the first workout you're getting it twice in a block mm -hmm. and then the following block he'll repeat the next yeah. twice yeah um so you're getting that workout you know in eight weeks you'll do the workout three times or more mm -hmm. um but you're still doing similar workouts focused on the same energy system limiter technique whatever yeah um so you're still getting repetitiveness for that limiter that improvement while um, keeping it interesting yeah while keeping it more interesting and having enough repetitiveness to track progress easily yeah um you know so that's like the our ideal the you know um for some they hinge more on the fun aspect than anything else not to say that you can't get improvements that way but when you hinge on fun like what we mean by that is you do like three group rides a week <laughs> or you're you're constantly doing workouts with other people that affect your workout and very unfocused yeah very unfocused working workouts you're I mean, responding to someone else rather than forcing your body to Right, be structured and and, hit and I go back to calling it a workout because essentially there's mm -hmm. there's no focus to it. Mm -hmm. um, so the more fun that you're doing, fun workouts that you're doing, the more repetitive and deliberate your quality sessions need to be. So um, if you're going to do a ton of fun workouts and you still want to make 
an improvement in threshold or in speed uh, or something, you have to hit that very similarly every week, week after week, because that's going to, uh, you have to keep that stimulus going and your body rewards you for doing. You're essentially giving up. You know, we talked about three kind of focused workouts initially for, for say a cyclist. I mean, if you're, if you're three of your say five rides are group rides or, you know, sometimes it's four of the five rides Mm -hmm. for some people, it's all their rides are group rides. (laughs) You're getting way away from that focus stuff. So you got to be more focused if you're, if you're increasing the, the fun number of rides and going away from say three structured to one structured, um, like Dale was saying, you got to be really dialed in to what your essentially by that point in time is it, it's what's your limiter and yep. what aren't you getting from your fun rides? Yep. You know, I enjoy a group ride as much as the next person, but here in Memphis, if you go and do a group ride, a harder group ride, you get really good at doing kind of <laughs> 30 to 90 yeah. second efforts. Yeah. And then that's about it. That's then it's recover. Or, and it's like, and it's like, uh, pretty much five minutes max on most of the rides, unless, you know, it's like a hot spot mm-hmm. where it's a nice long section, mm-hmm. but then you're still, uh, coming in and out of like, even if it's, you get in a good rotation and you get tired and most people sit on the back. Mm-hmm. So you really only worked hard, hard for three minutes. And now yeah. out of that long section, you've broken it into efforts that, you know, aren't specific to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the more fun that you have, which is fine, we just have to take those quality days that you set for yourself and make them pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. pick pick the adaption that you want to make, whether it's, you know, bike-specific strength or, um, you know, uh, threshold or that's usually sprint what we see for, the, or, for the cyclists listening. I mean, that's the one thing. And for triathletes as well. I mean, triathletes, you're in a very yep. steady-state sport. Yep. And if you're just doing group rides for your training, you know, we've done a blog post on it before. Uh, if you look at the number of spikes and falls that happen on a, the volatility index is what it's called if, you, if you're on training peaks. But the number of spikes and falls that you get on a group ride relative to then you look at your, you know, your bike leg yep. of your triathlon. I mean, very different. Very little variation, steady state power, constantly yep. grinding it. Um, you're not training the system and the stimulus that you're going to be racing at if all you're doing is group riding. So yeah, the big back thing to that repetitive nature. You yeah, got to have that one ride at least per week where you're doing that pressure on the pedals, yep. consistent, steady, avoiding the spikes, uh, not allowing the recoveries kind of effort. That's the number one thing I see with triathletes who um, train with a group a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like on the bike i mean the sport is very steady and when you go on a group ride it's fine to like go on a group ride but you get so much starting and stopping and you sit in and then you don't pedal and then you you know people spend 30 percent or more of their group ride not pedaling and and, and you're not in the the aero bars not in the aero bars not not putting out an effort anywhere near mm-hmm. uh your you know what your race would require Um, you know, so yeah, there has to be that specific quality day and it has to be week after week after week Mm -hmm. of very, uh, 
try specific mm-hmm. right you're not getting yeah on your fun days yeah. that are going to allow you to continue improving yeah i would something say something else i do like uh, that i like to work in so i'm not someone that says you know every workout has to be super structured i i like to work in structure on a group ride mm-hmm. and if you're on a ride where you're just at your limit the whole time you can't really do that but if it's a ride where you're able to you know, okay, there's four times where I'm going to yeah. attack and stay out as long as I can. Yeah, when Brian's that caught, jerk recover. that doesn't tell anybody that he's about to... <laughs> I'm just going to do a quick uh, a tempo interval and zoom off the front and make everybody chase me. Yeah, no, the worst are the people that like, I'm only working yeah. like 30 second bursts today, so I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to attack for 30 seconds yeah. and then recover and attack. And everyone starts chasing and then you sit up and like, what? What's going on? Let's keep going. Yeah. But having some focus on a group ride is something you can do too. Yeah. And, and it's a great time to work and kind of play around with different things. So I'll have athletes where it's like, okay, there's three sprint spots on this ride. I don't want you being involved in the sprint. I don't care where you finish on a sprint. Your focus today is that last 2K, stay on the front as long as you can. When the first person comes by you, then you're going to recover, sit up and recover. You're the lead out man, but see if yep. you can do it for 2K. And now you're getting a six-minute effort in or, you know, four-minute effort or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, 2K, you're probably doing it faster than that, but <laughs> it's uphill. It was uphill. That's a, yeah, I mean, it's a little off topic, but yeah, we can. you can definitely turn a group ride or a group run or anything into a quality session if you just accept the fact that you need to do what you need to do at mm-hmm. certain times yeah. uh, and the group, May or may not understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just let them Find know. Find friends. Yeah. <laughs> Find <laughs> friends. I think the, the last point that I, I like to make that, like, if if something technique-based is the adaption that you're trying to make, whether it's, uh, you know, running mechanics, swim techniques huge, um, you know, or bike pedal stroke mechanics or something like that, if it's a mechanical thing, those quality sessions have to be super repetitive. And like close together and they have to be done, has to be done. And those are the type of things that you work into warmups and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, You can't just do technique work once a week and expect to make. And then forget about it. Yeah. And hope your body's just going to. It's never going to happen. I mean, generally when I get, if I, you know, you get the freedom with it. When I get a freedom with a triathlete to work on technique, um, they will do the same two to three workouts for six to eight weeks straight and sometimes that they don't you know they say i need something different just give me something different yeah uh sometimes they do it on their own they don't ask yeah uh but in order to make those improvements in the water and technique which is a huge limiter for 95 percent of the adult onset swimmers mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> sounds like a, a t- yeah I didn't make that. <laughs> Shout out slow twitch. That's like uh that wasn't me. Um but um but yeah, I mean you have to be super repetitive if you want to make any type of headway in technique. Yeah, yeah you're essentially rewriting the yes the brain body connection there. And yep. that's something that requires that very repetitive, sometimes redundant. We talk about it with our hop cycling crew when we're we spend six weeks. Yep. Four, four to six weeks, so eight to 12 sessions, you know, two times per week, just dialing in and hammering through. And we tell them, you're not going to get it most likely the first time or the second time or the third time. Be patient with it. Keep working on it. 
work on it when you're also, you know, when you're not in the class and you're doing it on your own, but you eventually it's going to come around. You start clicking. Yeah. But if you do it once, get frustrated and don't do it again, or do it once, think you nailed it and don't do it again. Yeah. You're going to lose it or you're never going to master it. So it's got to be a constant. Yeah. And then the comments start, you know, four weeks, six weeks later, the comments start rolling in. People Mm -hmm. are on their uh, weekend group ride and they're like, I just, I, my pedal stroke just feels so smooth. I started Mm -hmm. using some of those techniques Mm -hmm. and gosh, I never knew that I was so bad at pedaling. Mm -hmm. Oh, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. I think that's it. That's all I got for today. As far as, you know, repetitive training, I mean, you just kind of have to accept the fact that if you really want to make any type of adaption, you've got to repeat workouts. You've got to, you've got to be repetitive and deliberate about it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Good. Know 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 what you're going to train. So not just working out, but you got to focus, and then yeah, repeating it. See the gains once you stop seeing the track gains. your progress. If you're constantly trying to do everything all at once. When you do see improvement, you aren't really sure what caused it either. So it's kind of tough to you know kind of kind of repeat it later on. Um, but yeah, know know where your breaking point is, and you have to keep it fun. It's better to be doing something than doing nothing. Yep. So focus is is super great but if it's something that causes you to burn out and hate the sport then obviously that's not not a good thing no good cool that's all I all got. right that's all we got for today thank you guys for hanging out we'll catch you guys next time peace adios